Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Final Tackle Podcast. And we are joined by Geelong and Collingwood legend. He actually just recently retired this year, Travis Varco. And we're also joined by Geelong superfan. He's also part of the podcast crew. His first episode with us, Luke Chalmers. Thanks very much for joining us here today, lads. No worries, mate. No worries. Cheers. Thanks. Yeah, not too easy. So, I mean, let's get started. Um, your, your career spanned 14 years, which is insane. Um, it, like, so many people these days don't really get the chance to even play four years, let alone 14. Um, what was it like playing at such an elite level for so long? Yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was, it's pretty surreal. Like I think, um, when you, when you're actually out there, uh, training, uh, playing, doing everything, um, to, to, to further yourself, you, you sort of, uh, always worried about the next challenge, the next goal and, you don't actually realise how much time is actually flown by, and um, it was actually fifteen years, which was oh wow, sorry. Crazy. So yeah, yeah, no, no, all good. You've robbed me of a year, so maybe I have to get that back on a contract somewhere. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's uh, yeah, it's actually like I said, it's the footy these days is always the next challenge, the next goal, the next preseason, the next game. Like you, you almost if you bask in it too long, um, you know the, the competition flies by pretty quick, and uh, it wasn't until. Um, I got home to Victoria and uh, my, my family, um, you know, saying congrats and, um, and an amazing career. And my, and my kids gave me a gift for a, re- a retirement gift. And um, I, was, I sort of went, you know, what, well, 15 years is, uh, is massive. Like that's, that's um, in, in, in any case, or in any um, career that you're, that you're in, yeah. 15 years in, in that, um, in, in the job is, is, is an amazing achievement. So Long service leave. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that doesn't kick in, but <laughs> but um, it's actually yeah, it was actually quite nice to um, yeah, just just actually sit down and take a breath and actually uh, enjoy what I've, what I've actually done. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, Luke, mate, is there a question or two that you have for Trav? No, oh, just one of them, mate. I just want to know the transition between Geelong and Collingwood because we both know that you obviously went to Collingwood, which you know. Was terrible, but yeah, um, <laughs> just like the, maybe the atmosphere between the two clubs and uh, yeah, stuff like that. It's yeah, so it's actually uh, there were two stark differences. Um, I, I walked in as I guess like you know, obviously a seventeen-year-old at Geelong. They had a a, a pretty well-established side, um, although um, you know didn't get the the results. I think in two thousand and four they. Uh, Got they made the finals two thousand five. They got out. They bumbled out in the in the prelim. Um, yeah. Thanks to Nick, Nick Davis. Um, <laughs> but um, and in two thousand and six, we did we missed the um, final series altogether. But I think Bomber at that time had um, put the main um, bones together for that for that group, and um, thankfully he stayed on. Um, you know, obviously after that two thousand and six review, you know the club backed him in. The players. You know, we all love, you know, we love him and um, it was great to, um, you know, just get that extra year and, um, and yeah, I guess the rest is history. So that was um, me as a young kid coming in, older group around that already established, showed you the way to play. Um, this is the right way to play. This is how we want you to play. Um, you do these, um, you know, A, B and C right. The rest will take care of itself. And then obviously transferring over to uh, Collingwood, you know, I've sort of built a, a pretty good foundation um through the through the collingwood boys and uh, th- uh sorry through the um geelong boys and yeah. just carried that through with me um and collingwood at that time was uh 
I thought they were pretty exciting, um, you know, up and coming list. Um, and I thought I could add something um, from, from a different perspective from a, I guess, a successful organisation. Um, not saying that Collingwood isn't, but um, just a different culture. Mm. Um, and yeah, so I actually took a bit more of a, I guess, a leadership mentoring role um, as opposed to being, you know, just um, being directed. Because at Geelong, we had any one of 15 players that could have been um, taking the reins for the day and it wouldn't have felt out of place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Collingwood at the time was was rebuilding um, and, and starting to get that team together. And I noticed that. Um, like, there was a few years at Collingwood that, um, obviously, as a Collingwood fan, they they didn't necessarily make the finals because you they were rebuilding, blooding new players. And then, obviously, boom, they made the grand final in 2018, almost out of nowhere. That's Was that because of the um, rebuilding and blooding phase of those few years leading up to it? Yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. And I think the the key part, um, and, and it, was, it was quite frustrating as, as, um, as a player that um, we just didn't get the continuity of the boys together. Mm. Um, we, we had a lot of injuries yeah, uh, sure. and, and you know, you can't, you can't blame injuries because, no. um, you know, uh, you should have a player ready to take you, you over can, the reins. You can, that. Yeah. And, and, and you got to, you got to find out at some point, can, can the, can the younger boys come through and do it? Um, but we just had, it just seemed like we always had seven, eight people out, like, mm. you know, that would be starting. Um, but yeah, again, you get, if you don't have the injuries or the, the openings, you can't, you can't play the younger ones or mm. blood the younger ones. So it was a bit of a twofold, but you know it was too much change um, throughout those years. It just made it a little bit hard to get that um, continuity together, mm. just a bit of chemistry, because um, that goes a long way. Uh, I'm spewing that. Um, you know, I've, I've had a, you know my last couple of years, I was being able to um, run out with Jamie Elliott, and that was one mm. person that I would have loved to have um, had a bit more time with, um, just to build that chemistry. And um, but you know that's um, that's all. All, all history now, but the, the boys, I think, have got the – or the club have got the right to, um, people involved with the sports science, the um, the coaches, the, um, you know, all the skill acquisition stuff like that. That's all um, sort of almost set in stone there now, so which is good. Um, so they're starting to get a nice, um, good foundation happening. Be interesting to see what happens with them in the trade, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's I guess that's another story, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, and speaking of your retirement, obviously it's very recent, very fresh, as um, we just pointed out. First of all, how are you handling the transition into retirement, and also what are your plans for the next year if you've got any sort of thing? Yeah, so uh, I, I actually enjoy uh, youth, youth justice um, system. Uh, I was doing a bit of. Um, volunteer work at uh, Parkville Youth Justice Centre mm-hmm. um, and just uh, working in the Koori programs, but, you know, a bit of crossover with um, with with, um, with everyone, really. But it was actually nice to just get a um, good feel for it. Uh, I really, yeah, like I said, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think um, for the Indigenous um, um, people, you know, it's a, it's a nice to have a, uh, I guess, someone that's, gone yeah obviously i've been in the public oh yeah and and i've I've done and achieved a lot of things and um they can maybe take from your successes sort of thing yeah absolutely and you know not every story is the same and um you know everyone's got different upbringings and it's just uh um i guess a different view and a um and you know you want them to just feel like they're they're valued and um so yeah that's i really enjoyed that and that's um something that i'll pursue um and then yeah, just a bit of uh, work at a um, at my daughter's school 
um, yeah. through the cultural inclusion stuff. I think I'll, um, yeah, have have a little bit of input there, and um, so yeah, I enjoy I enjoy that. Um, as as for the transition stage, it's a little bit uh, it's exciting, but mm. it's scary at the same time. We've been structured for fifteen years. Yeah, um, it's it is actually quite a quite an adjustment, but um, I've got strong um, people around me. My partner's great. Uh, you know, your management group. Um, you know, people the, the connections that you make within um, Collingwood, Geelong organization um is you know it's it's yeah if, if i fell through the cracks and didn't do anything i would be um it would be that would be disappointing for me mm. uh, just to say that so yeah no that's fair um and obviously from a geelong fan point um uh, old mate luke would absolutely love this next part the 2009 and 2011 grand finals one was actually coincidentally against collingwood in 2011 yes. um what were which one do you hold in higher regard to you uh, personally and you know what was it like winning a grand final yeah um yeah geez, that's that's tough to um they, they were special in di- just different ways um I guess 2009 for me was obviously first one um, winning. Uh, we had two of the best. That were, us and St Kilda were the best sides of the competition yeah, at, at, at that point. So it was actually really nice to um, fight it out on on the last day. Um, yeah, it just yeah, we just uh, happening. Like I, I really love grand finals that go down to the wire. Oh, like because, don't get me you know, started, but twenty eighteen. Oof. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you always you always want to see the best the best of the best go at it, and um, you know not be a one sided. Yeah, um, literally see ten like, points pers- in it. Yeah, selfishly as a as a player, um, you want to hundred percent win by ten goals. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know you want it, you want it to be over by half time, but yeah. um, as a footy lover and um, a sports lover, I think any championships, uh, grand finals, you want them to go down to the wire. Yeah. Not that a play loses you the game, but I love the fact that a play can win you the game. Yeah. Um, like, so unfortunately, is, again, yes. the 2018 grand final, yeah. that, that'll and, um, haunt me for real. <laughs> yeah. So I, I will come, I will loop back around to that on that point. But okay. I think 2009 was uh, very, very new to me. I think I was, I don't know, well, I might have been 20, I think. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what my age was then. I was, I was pretty young. Uh, yeah, two best sides going at it. Uh, contested ball. It was hard. It was, um, yeah, and like I said, we, we come up with the play to to win it. We, you know, we, we forget that, uh, you know, rookie kicked the goal after the siren. Um, so, you know, essentially we only win by six points, but he kicks the goal after the siren, which, you know, makes it 12, which is great. But, um yeah, it's it, that was very special because it's the first one that I won. But mm-hmm. uh, 2011 was, uh, yeah, apparently we're too old and too slow. Um, but yeah, it's turned out to be too good in the end, and um, we just happened to, well, not happened to. We just, I was pretty confident going in that we had had the right team orientated play at the right time of the year, mm. and uh, it, yeah, it just, it just felt right um and yeah it, again um i think the score doesn't reflect the actual how good the game was um you know we actually piled on i think it was like four or five goals in the in the last quarter probably last 15 minutes so mm. 10 15 minutes so it was it, the, the score didn't actually reflect how um close that game was as well so um but i think yeah they're, they're two different um two different feelings one's 
um, first time excitement. Um, you know, it's uncharted territory. Mm. And then 2011's um, too old, too slow. You got written off. Um, and, well, you know, we, we come out and, uh, you know, just, yes, yeah, I guess stick it up everyone. And, um, yeah, so and then obviously going back to a play that wins it, like we got to, like I know it hurts to, you know, I was on the bad end of it for um, um, against West Coast, but Dom Sheed, we forget Dom Sheed's um, mm. um, efforts. Like he's he's his actual journey getting from the start of the year to the end of the year. Like he wasn't even in their best twenty-two. Mm. Um, you know, without Gaff getting suspended, probably doesn't get the chance. So like a guy that's had um, so many knockbacks and then persevered. And he's the match winner. Yeah, um, that's that's. You know, just, come, it was a match winning play. Yeah, like, but like as a, as a footy lover, like that is that's amazing. amazing. Like, that's that's makes me like smile. And um, I know a lot of people probably go, "Oh, you're in, you're you're a clown. Like you just lost a granny." But you know, I, I do I do enjoy people. You'd rather journeys. lose it that way than a blowout sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So and um, yeah, and and that's that's uh, you know, and you got to take into account too. Um, how many people were there? He's on the boundary. Oh, he's getting hey, yelled at. Exactly. Um, and to oh. to clinch it, you know, to to hit a kick that's you know, Clutch, you probably yeah. have that kick a hundred, you know, a hundred times, and he probably misses them all. But you know, he does it on the big stage, and you know, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's it's unbelievable. So mm. I think the story within itself, from a, a personal and I guess that team aspect, is um, one that would sit up there for for West Coast fans. I would have thought. Oh, for sure. Um, Luke, passing it off to you to ask a few questions for Trav. Um, just going back to the 2011 grand final, which was rather disappointing. Um, I wanted to know whether there was any like sort of animosity or anything like that coming up against your former club. In in which one? In what? No, 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 no. In, in in 2011, he was playing for Geelong. Oh no! Yeah, sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> The Collingwood grand final, that's, yeah, yeah, my bad. I forgot. All um, good. All good. I'll tell you what, when I did when I did transfer over to Collingwood, uh, they, uh, I, I felt kind of like I had to, I started way back because they probably hated me for the um, 2011 grand final. Yeah, I'm thinking um, of the lot of people. I had a lot of people go, yeah, we, we are. We didn't like you when you played there. <laughs> oh, I'm have to try and bring one back in to, to even it out. So I was going to say when I um, um, when I posted the um, you know hey guys we've got Trav coming on to Collingwood groups everyone had nothing but good things to say about you in the comments. They were like should make a documentary about his life, best player, my favourite player. This mate, you're well loved at the Collingwood at the Collingwood <laughs> fan group. Uh, all good. No, that's it's been it. Then like, and I'm I'm very very thankful, and that's. Uh, one of the one of the reasons I uh, ended up at uh, at Collingwood was, um, you know, yeah, I, I love the raw and I love the playing in front of big crowds and um, they don't get any bigger than that, that's for sure. <laughs> no, nah, they don't, especially Anzac Day. Um, and speaking of big games, other than grand finals, um, what would be the standout biggest like game, whether that's an AFL um, Anzac Day game or an Indigenous All Stars game, sort of thing that you remember the most fondly? Uh, oh, I think you can't go past your first game. I, I, I like, and you know, I, I think I, um, I hold that probably just as just as much um, up in the in the league of 
playing in grand finals. Uh, grand finals, you might get to play twice. You know, you might, you know, that first games you can never, you can never do that again. So that's that's why I love it. It's special. It's uh, it's it's all the hard work that you put in up to that date. Although you got a lot more ahead of you um, to to improve and stay stay at that elite level. There's there's a lot more work in front of you, but it's it's a it's nice to know that you're considered good enough to take the field and um, mix mm. it with the best. So that I think I can't I can't really go past the first game. Yeah, for sure. Um, Luke, mate, uh, do you have any other questions for Trav? Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. <laughs> Sorry, man, you put me on the spot. No, it's all good. Um, what? What's it kind of like as being an Indigenous man, um, inspiring young Indigenous kids to, you know, take the field and strap on a pair of boots instead of other stuff, as you said, with the uh, juvenile justice sort of thing, instead of going down that path that um, I guess what I'm trying to get at is what's the feeling like for you as a person um, guiding them through that? Yeah, it's um, it's, it's a pretty special feeling. Um, it's... Uh, one that uh, like I probably didn't really get the scope of it. Like people see you on TV, they feel like they know you, they watch mm-hmm. you, they they study you, like and they observe a lot. Um, but I see I'm I'm on the on the other end of it, so I don't get to see what effects that have on people until I actually meet them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that for me is uh, is is amazing um, to to have that sort of influence. Um, on indigenous um, communities um, and bring so much joy and hope um, and you know if you inspire you know just one kid to to just have a crack and um, and that's all and that's all I, my message would be is just to have a crack at something don't don't sort of die wondering mm. um, you know I should have done this I could have done that like you know if 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 you come up short that's okay like you just done the best. You you've done the best to your ability at that point in time. Mm. Um, next time you you know it shouldn't shut you down from trying again if you if you're up for it and um, and and you do sometimes the best learnings come from um, mistakes. You know mistakes and 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 not quite reaching the potential that you would have hoped for or or dreamt of. So um, it's yeah it's just what you do when you when they, when those chips are down and I think for me. I can't really sell that message if I don't live it. So mm, I think yeah. I, I, uh, I just try to think of that. And, um, you know, whenever I'm having a bad day or um, things aren't going right, like just, you know, there, there are people that would trade, would trade places with you in a, in a heartbeat. So mm. just never, it is a privilege to be playing AFL. Um, it's a privilege to, um, you know, be, be doing that job. So it was never, you know, a God-given right, um, and it could be taken away at any any point in time. I'm one injury away. I'm one, um, you know, one one yeah. Obviously, one one more year older. I'm, I, you know, COVID. But this is this is the thing. COVID's kicked in now, so the the, the markets just become so cutthroat that you know they they can, and that's and that's just a um, I guess a result of. Um, yeah, they're just the, the circumstances and mm. sometimes you can't control that. But what I can control is um, how you react to those things. So, again, yeah, if I can't live those, how can I preach those? So, um, yeah, so that's – it's just actually um, 
I'm probably going into a little bit of depth there and no, <laughs> a bit, no, uh, no, it's good. Yeah, heartfelt. But you know, that's that's just how I um how I see it. And um yeah, I'm I'm not one to rant and rave. It's it's more about um actions and yeah. the way yeah. that you lead. That's and that's and that's lead by example sort of thing. Yeah. So and that's and that's um what I've learned in footy is that people have different leadership qualities. We all got leadership qualities. It's whether you know whether we value those or how we see those or perceive those. So uh, someone like a, um, Joel Selwood's got both of those. Mm. Leads by example, when he talks, you listen mm. and he, he gives you the, the guideline and the parameters to work within and that's the way you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, but I'm more of a, a bit more of a quieter, okay, I'll do what the team needs or whatever you want me to do at that point in time, but I'll do it and lead by example. Yeah, you'll say, look, follow um, me, but yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think, yeah, everyone's got different yeah, different qualities. No, that's awesome. Well, another question, mate. Um, just who is, oh, that's going to be a tough one. Who is your favourite player to play alongside in either Geelong, Collingwood? I was going to ask that. That's a great question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, okay, so yeah, uh, hands down, um, Paul Chapman is... Uh, <laughs> The, the most uh, exciting um, player that I always used to love running out before I ran out for the race. Um, always just say, you know, I love, love playing alongside you. Um, you know, give him a hug and, you know, out we'd go. And uh, just, just the, the way that he played the game, um, he, was, he was fiery, he was on the edge, uh, match winner. Um, he was he's, he's selfless. He, everything that you could possibly think of, like, and I, I, I was just so lucky to learn so much in in the playing arena and um, yeah. playing alongside him. Like it was, it was. I got front row seats to, um, you know, to 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 the show really. And uh, so yeah, so he's probably hands down the best. Um, well, not probably. He is the hands down best. The closest I've come to that, the next in line would be Jordan Degoe. And oh, mate, um, love Degoe. And he's and he's. <laughs> He's a, he's a smidge. He's a smidge under. Um, but, you know, both. Like, you know, both just love the game. But, um, you know, footy's not everything. Um, and, that's, and that's the other part that I love about um, those two, that they can switch off and, and, and be, be Paul or be, or be Jordan. Like, that's – and that's, you know, sincerely, yeah. like, it's, it's, it's a – it might be – people might not understand what that means. But, like, you know, when you're in a high-pressured environment for – you know, everything just gets scrutinised. So, I, I, yeah, when you see it firsthand, how they can switch off, it's, um, yeah, it's it's, it's very, it's, it's a like unique, they can be um, they can be talent. Collingwood Jordan or Jordan, you know. Yes, and and that's and that's very um, it's very special to have, and it's a, and it's a gift to have at, in this day and age of footy. Um, so yeah, so they they're the two that I loved um, the most. So. Yeah, yeah, no. and then, um, and and hopefully none of, none of the rest of the team are listening because um, I love you all too. So. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, obviously, everyone has their their favorite teammate that they love hanging out with. Um, and speaking of the COVID twenty twenty, what was it? What was life like in the bubble this year? Yeah, very very challenging. Um, but at the end of the day, we still got to. Um, carry out our job. We still got to do something that we loved. Um, we actually um, gave people something to look forward to when there was nothing on, um, which is something special that you know 
that we could that we could provide you know if it's um two hours out of their you know weekend or um even if they're you know an actual just want to watch sport you know just to be able to give them a chop out um from what's actually happening on um happening in in the world in their lives with the covid like you know some people got no jobs at all so uh, it was it was actually challenging but it was it was quite rewarding in that in that sense is that um you know we got we got to give people um a, a different a different outlet um having and the, and the yeah, 15 minute quarters hub, so sorry sorry to interrupt yeah. but 15 minute quarters what was it like adjusting to that yeah well it, i think early on it was um a little bit um hit and miss you know you got to try a few things but once they started clumping those games together, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you definitely needed those fifteen-minute quarters. It was, or sixteen plus time on, which is, you know, you you got to give up something to gain something. And, yeah, for sure. Um, that's and and and, you know, yeah. Per- personally, I was probably a little bit worried that, um, with the shorter quarters, um, and the and the games clumped together, someone that's susceptible to injuries, such as myself, um, I was a little bit. Um, hesitant to um, to be putting myself in that in that sort of red zone, but we, we worked through it. Uh, it worked out that I end up having every second game off anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, so I didn't. It didn't. Um, that was something that you know you sort of work through as a, I guess, an individual. Um, living in a hub was quite uh, difficult. I'm, I'm one that uh, likes to get away from footy mm. once I walk out the door. Yeah. Once footy training or you know leave the club, that's it's switched off. It's there's no. Once the game's um, over, you, you just it's over. Yeah, I don't sort of think about it too much. But in a hub, you go to breakfast, you see someone, or you see everyone. You go to lunch, you see everyone. You know, there's there's so much access that a club can have to you in a in a hub. Just you know, mm. boys, let's get up. You know, we going to go down for a recovery session which you know you might not normally would do in a in a normal situation so that was a little bit of readjusting um but i was fortunate to have my family there with me mm. um to to have your safety net that's your safety net yeah um, sure. and i could i can speak for the majority of the boys uh, your safety net is your loved one um so the ones that didn't have it really struggled because mm. you know if you're not playing you're not you know, you're in and out, you might be injured. Like you, you just got no safety net. As much as, you know, the boys um, in the club um, support you and get around you, you know, your loved ones are the, are the ones that see everything. And, um, yeah, a lot, they, they, brunt, they brunt a lot of it, yeah. um, which, you know, it's just forgotten about. They're the ones that put up with everything, sort of. You well, they, say. Yeah, they have to They put on so many hats, you know, they've got to put on their um, partner's hat, they've got to put on their counsellor's hat. Um, so, you know, it's just actually like, they, they, you know, they know if you've got kids, you know, they're like, now I've got to be a mum, now I've got to, you know, oh, now I've got to go work. Like, so it's, it's actually, it was, they, they wear so many different hats. Like, and it's, um, yeah, when you bring, when you come home and bring those um, crappy little things home um, from, from your work, they probably don't mean much in the end, but, you know, you could have a bee in your bonnet about some stage. So, mm. yeah, they put up with a lot. Well, shout out to all the all the wags of the AFL, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> and 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 all the kids as well of all the players. Um, just switching to some fun, less in depth sort of questions. If uh, you could have a superpower, what would it be and why? Ah, uh, jeez. Um, yeah, jeez. 
I don't know, maybe maybe fly. Yeah, uh, I'd, I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to fly. Um, but haven't said that, but I'm, I'm actually quite scared of heights. So <laughs> I don't know how they'll go. <laughs> maybe just out of convenience, you know, to go maybe, to yeah, places. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe we all want what we can't have. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. Um, what's your current beer of choice? Movie of choice? No, no, beer of choice. Sorry. Oh, beer of choice. Um, uh, Sahi. Mm, dark or or just regular? Just regular, yeah. No, that's fair. Speaking of movies, though, if you could have a movie about your life, what actor would you want to play you? <laughs> um, geez. Oh. Yeah, I, I love Will Smith. Will Smith, I can't go past Will Smith. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Honestly, I only thought of that question last night because, um, again, I was looking in the comments of, you know, the fans talking about you in the post I made. And one of them goes, I really hope they make a documentary about him and his life and his journey. And that got me thinking, I should ask him if he could have anyone play him, <laughs> who would it be? <laughs> uh, how do you like your steak cooked? Uh, medium rare. Yes. And last fun question, then I'll t- take it out to Luke to finish off the interview. Um what movie or series did you binge watch on Netflix during the COVID break? Um, oh, jeez. Um, I watched a couple mm. actually, but while I was in yeah, while I was in the hub, um, Jack Crisp, um, Will Hoskin, Elliot, and um, Brody Mychek, we we used to get in the room and um, we watched Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, um, that was yeah, that's a that's an absolutely classic. Um, but yeah, that, that was our, uh, yeah, that was our sort of downtime that, um, yeah, just, just have a laugh and, um, yeah, obviously I've, I've watched, you know, majority of them, but like, it was just nice just to go, like, you know, we started from a season one and, oh, yep, yep. Like um, a bonding. Yeah, so we went through the say. whole, yeah. And it was just, yeah, just funny. And then like, you know, you go out to training and you're ripping out all these one liners at training and, <laughs> yep. um, you know, just that little, you know, those little in-house sort of jokes that you have between each other and, um, yeah, so we yeah, we generally um, yeah, you know maybe it was um, yeah, pretty much yeah. almost every night. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Um, and passing it off to Luke to finish off, um, you know maybe with some advice or something like that. Go for it, Luke. Um, I just want to know what advice you do have for young kids that are trying to make the big leagues. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think the the one thing is just to have fun. Um, and not put too much pressure on, on, on yourselves. Like the reason you play footy is because you enjoy it and you love it. Um, the moment it becomes um, a business or, or work, um, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it actually, it loses its essence. Um, so I think one, one thing is to just to always remember why you started in the first place. And the reason I started was all my mates were talking about it and I wanted to be in that conversation and I wanted to have fun. I wanted to go to school on Monday morning. Hey, oh, what about this? And what about that? And how good did you play on the weekend? Like, you just want to be a part of um, a, a group of um, – and, and any sport, really. Like, you just want to be a part of a group um, that you can share that with and, um, and, the, and the feeling and the love and the, and the joy that you get out of it. You should never, ever lose that. For sure. Yeah. Speaking of you as a kid – what club did you grow up supporting? Supporting, yeah. So I was a Sydney supporter um, ah, growing up. Um, so yeah, so Mickey O and Adam Goods. Uh, so they're uh, Mickey O's great grandmother 
my grandmother and Goodsy's grandmother are, are sisters. So naturally, when you got family playing for a club, yeah, um, you you, you obviously follow them. Um, yeah, and they are uh, legends of the AFL. Oh, for uh, sure, mate. <laughs> and um, you know, more importantly, they're they're unbelievable um, role models and great people. That um, makes it even better to um, support 